Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But death has come into our debtors to cut off the young men and women from the streets of Philadelphia, New York, L.A., Georgia, Ohio, Florida, Mississippi, and throughout America, South America, the Caribbean islands, Africa, Asia, and all over the world. So return unto me, thus saith Yah, and I will return unto you, O my people. Current events program from a cultural 
perspective. We find this program necessary because Hosea 4, 6 states, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. But we as a people can turn this around. Proverbs 4, 7 states, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get an understanding. Again, welcome to the program this evening with your host, Brother Elliot and Brother Reggie. The numbers to reach us to join the conversation this evening is 215-253-7263. That's 215-253-7263. The listen-only line. If you don't have computer access, access to a smartphone, iPad, or any other device, it's 605-562-3140. That's 605-562-3140. And that access code is 958590 in the pound sign. Again, that access code is 958590-AND-POUND. And tonight, again, as usual, we'll be taking calls from the conference line. So just hit us up on that conference line by hitting star 61 from the conference line, and we can pick you right up. We're streaming live at several locations, www.blacktalkradionetwork.com forward slash time for an awakening. That's www.blacktalkradionetwork.com forward slash time for an awakening. Time for Awakening is also streaming live on the fan page or Facebook. On the left side of the page, you can hit the listen tab and you can listen to the program streaming live. You can go to www.timeforawakening.com and listen to the program from the website also. Drop us an email at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. That's timeforanawakening at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on the Time for Awakening fan page on Facebook. Just go to the Facebook search engine and type in Time for an Awakening. There you always see interesting content being posted daily by Brother Edge. And before you leave that page, just hit that like button. That's Time for an Awakening with the fan page on Facebook. Also, Time for Awakening Media has been launched. In your uh, address bar, just type in timeforanawakening.com. That's timeforanawakening.com. And that'll take you straight to Time for an Awakening Media. There you'll see uh, more interesting content, articles, blogs, and podcasts of the program that you can download and share with your friends at a later time. So make that one of your favorites. Put it in your address bar. That's timeforanawakening.com. And that'll take you straight to Time for an Awakening media tonight we're doing a live broadcast tonight from the clarion airport hotel in philadelphia with the unity the unity community centers uh fundraising gala here at the uh, clarion airport hotel the program has started already you can hear the music in the background but we'll be back to get things started after a brief word from our sponsor. Our distinguished guests, brothers and sisters, our friends and and our enemies. (laughs) Everybody is here. You are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com.
All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American owned and operated insurance agency and business for over 20 years. Located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services. Representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies, offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Dooley Brothers, specializing in shingle, rubber roofs, gutters, downspouts, and vinyl sidings. Call for your free estimate today, 215-224-3882. That's 215-224-3882. Dooley Brothers Roofing, the roofing experts you can trust. That number again, 215-224-3882. 215-224-3882. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Are you one of the million conscious black people who believes that we have the collective wherewithal to affect real economic and political change? If so, band together in solidarity by joining the one million conscious black voters and contributors. Choose leadership that will work for the best interests of black people. We can no longer sit on the sidelines and expect things to change for the better without a significant number of black people playing a pivotal role in that effort. Will you be one of the million that recognizes that black dollars matter? Are you that person who believes it's time to leverage our votes for reciprocity from politicians? If so, then you should join the 1 million conscious black voters and contributors with members in 29 states and growing every day. We encourage you to sign up and help spread the word by sharing our website i am one of the million.com that's i am one of the million.com antiquity to the present our people need to develop a new paradigm it's time for an awakening sundays 7 p.m with your hosts elliot and reggie welcome back to time for an awakening and uh like i said before we're live here at the airport clarion in Philadelphia at the the big gala fundraiser for Brother Robert and Sister Wanda Dickinson's organization. Brother Reg, take it from here. You have a lot of information that you want to share with the listening audience. Good evening. We're at the live remote at the Unity Community Center's annual gala fundraiser. Going to be a lot of entertainment. We are broadcasting early tonight. Uh, I'd like to first give a shout out to uh, Brother Wanda, so, excuse me, Sister Wanda, and Brother Robert for all that they do in the Camden, and the Philadelphia, and the tri state area and their family. It's a lot of people out uh, eating, enjoying the music. And uh, we were invited to come out to enjoy this uh, festive occasion and also do our program. Uh, time for the Awakening Radio Program. We'd like to thank Scotty Reed for all he does on the Black Talk Radio Network. Anybody uh, still would like to come down for the entertainment uh, that's going on here? We're located at 76 Industrial Highway in Essington, PA, 19029. 
at the Clarion Hotel. It's very live down there. There's a lot of things going down. I had opportunity on Friday. Uh, we had Brother Ray out of Atlanta, his wife, some family members come down. Uh, they're part of the One Million. And I was able to uh, meet a brother that had um, that has a restaurant located in North Philadelphia. That's from Camden. I told the brother I'd give him a shout-out. The food was excellent. A hidden gem. Uh, brother Ed Ingram. He has a place, establishment called More Than Just Food. We feed everybody like family. That's more than just food. We feed everybody like family. The food was excellent. The presentation of the food was excellent. Location is 3622 North 17th Street. 3622 North 17th Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19140. Phone number is 215-515-3138. The number again is 215-515-3138. He's only taking reservations for people to come uh, for him to be prepared a meal for friends, family. Give him a shout out. That's more than just food. We feed everybody like family. Brother Ed Ingram. And the location again is 3622 North 17th Street, Philadelphia, PA. 19140. Phone number is 215-515-3138. Give Brother Ed a call. Give him a play. Uh, I'll give him a thumbs up from the time for the Waking Radio program. Brother Reggie, food was delicious. Presentation was excellent. Once again, more than just food. We feed everybody like family. As I stated before, we are at this live remote. A guest that were on our program last week invited us to come out. That's Brother Robert and Sister Wanda Dickerson. We got the children out here. They have live music. Uh, the program has already started. Uh, people are dressed up. Uh, very nice event. Uh, it's being videotaped at this time, and there's a lot of things that are going on. So we're gonna we're gonna continue on with this uh, program tonight, as as usual. I'm dressed up a little bit. I didn't know whether Elliot was gonna come in uh, in a long tail with tux with a tuxedo on, so I didn't want him to show me up. So I came up here. So we're live in effect, trying to do what we do. There's a lot of things going on in the news, and. Uh, we're here to talk about it, but hope everybody's well. It's all about community and family. If we don't have a community, we need to build our individual selves up, build our family up, and then get that thing called a community that we are striving striving to see. Brother Elliot, how you doing tonight? Everything's good, Rick. Okay. Everything's live in effect. Again, we're broadcasting live from the Airport Clarion Hotel in Philadelphia. <laughs> Boy, it's, this program is geared toward the programs that uh, Brother Robert and Sister Wanda has for a lot of the children and young uh, the teens and young children in the Camden, Philadelphia area. They're fundraising for their event. It's been going on 
over 20 plus years of and and it's funded by us and that's what we need we need more programs like this in every city to be duplicated where these things can be funded by our people by the community not begging for crumbs from uh, politicians whether they be white or black uh, begging especially things from black politicians that they should be doing anyway you got to go for, to them with hat in hand i'm glad that the community has been funding these projects that the uh, uh, brother Ray and sister Rhonda Wilkerson have been doing for over 20 years in the community of Camden and Philadelphia. I'm glad to be here. Uh, a lot of live entertainment going on, uh, and a lot of the children are doing the performing. You can hear some of the jazz in the background right now. It's a, a couple of speeches going on, a lot of guests here. Uh, I saw brother Luke Montkenny Gamble walking around uh several entertainers, the, uh, the R&B group from back in the day, the Ebony's, will be performing later on. Uh, a lot of entertainment for the people, and a lot of children's programs will be showcased tonight. Some vendors here, but it's mainly geared to showcasing our children. Uh, if you're in the Philadelphia area, come on down to the airport Clarion on Essington Road, out near the airport. Uh, the program started at five, and it'll be going. Uh, <laughs> it'll be going till it ends. Uh, the live concert starts at seven thirty. Dinner is being served now, so so come on down. Uh, they're getting ready to introduce some of the children here uh, that will be performing, and uh, it's just good to be here. I guess we'll have some people walking up pretty soon to be uh, to talk to us. I want to grab some of these children as they're walking by, if they're not performing, or probably when they get off stage uh, doing their performances. But uh, a lot of things going on. Brother Rich? I'd like to make a quick announcement. Uh, we'll be having some calls coming in from the 1 million uh, delegates a little later, around 7 uh, p.m., to talk about their national conferences that will be coming up and also talk about things in this uh, political climate. Also, I'd like to make an uh, announcement. The African-American Freedom and Reconstruction League will be having their next meeting on, on Saturday, October 29th, 2016. Professor Lynn Washington will be discussing the current events and the craziness surrounding this election. Professor Lynn Washington of Temple University has gifted us with the wisdom and knowledge gained by being one of the leading journalists on the East Coast. We followed newspaper columns for years written by him, which gave us the up and up on the latest shenanigans and exposes, exposes, excuse me, of political figures and school policies. In addition, this will be the 50th anniversary of the African-American celebration of Kwanzaa. Sister Malara will be uh, giving information on upcoming cultural activities and celebrations. Since this is the last meeting of the year, we want everybody to feel free to ask questions and con contribute to the discussion. Please be sure to show up early or on time in order not to miss any of the presentation. I'm so sure you will be delighted with what will be uh, discussed at this meeting. The date of this meeting will be Saturday, October 29, 2016. Time will be 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Location is Joseph Coleman Library. 68 West Shelton Avenue between Germantown Avenue and Green Street. 
Philadelphia PA 19144. Admission is free to the public. For more information, please call 215-474-3577. Once again, the date of this event will be Saturday, October 29th, 2016. Time will be 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Joseph Coleman Library, 68 West Shelton Avenue, between Germantown Avenue and Green Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19144. Once again, admission is free to the public. For more information, please call 215-474-3577. Please come out and support the African American Freedom and Reconstruction League. Bring your children. Thank you. Right now, we have uh, young people with a brass band, a, a New Orleans-style brass band that are playing. Uh, I guess you can hear some of the, the instruments in the background. Again, a lot of the young people are being showcased and their talents and what the, the time and effort that the Brother Ray and Sister Wanda have put into the organization uh, helping children of Camden and children of Philadelphia culturally, musically, and socially to it to uh, to advance a lot of the things going on in the community to change things. The change has to start with our young people, and I'm glad that the that you have people dedicated. This room is well, it's three quarters full, and there's more people coming in all the time. I'm glad that the, our people have been uh, contributing to keep these efforts going on, and they've been going on for over 20 years. So you can see that uh, our people have been really keeping, uh, uh, putting their shoulders to the wheel and keeping these things, these programs going for the children. And that's the type of effort that we need, even if you don't have the support of local politicians. Got to, you have to get the uh, support of the people who feel your mission, see the works that you're doing, not the talking. Talk is good. But the works that you're doing, the impact, and as Brother Elliot said, the impact that UCC has done for the children is outstanding. It's continuous. They have a legacy. Brother Robert and his uh, beautiful wife, Sister Wanda, they have their children involved. Sister-in-laws, daughter-in-laws. And the family members are involved in this and is having a great impact on what's going on in Camden, Philadelphia, and the tri state you know, the overall tri-state area. So I commend them for doing this. This beautiful gala that's going on right now. And Elliot, there's a lot of things that are going on in the news, especially around uh, this political environment. Mm-hmm. I know actually today uh, the local chapter of the uh, One Million had an event at 3 p.m. at the UNIA off of Cecil B. Moore Avenue to talk about some political act, uh, activism, block voting, and also to uh, speak about economics. Okay. And that's, that's I, I believe, is still going on right now. And we should probably hear something uh, from Brother Marcus or Brother Richard a little later in reference to that. But I think we have so many problems, and there's a lot of complaining that usually goes on, but the fact that you have people that are complaining, but they're actually coming up with some solutions to the things that they're complaining about. I think we need more people that are with that mindset. We'd like to give a big shout-out 
to Mama Kosowa of the last conference and what her and her delegates, the Kiyomba family, what they're doing with the last conference. It's something that should be used as an example of pulling together our resources and, and developing our own economy with, with each other to build each other up. And the connection, our black natural hair, our black natural mind, our black natural movement, what it can do. We can have, an, we can have an, a, a grand event, peaceful. People with different um, mind frames of how they think about different things, but it's still all love when it's all said and done. I'd like to give a big shout out to Sister Nataki, the Let's Buy Black movement. We got a Let's Buy Black. We need to think black, act black, be around black folk. We shouldn't be fearful of one another. Um, I haven't seen uh, the, the movie, what is it, uh, New Birth of a Nation? Yeah, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. I haven't seen that yet, but I see that it's not doing as well. At least that's what they're trying to put out. But I, I find it interesting that, you know, the brother was involved in other movies, but now there's all these things about the allegations of, you know, the rape case that he beat. All these are, are the things that are coming up in the news. But I think the big crux is our children be able to see that we weren't passive people. We had a lot of black folks that wanted to be liberated other than just Nat Turner. So I think that's the, that's the thing that... Everyone is scared about. I just want to get your thoughts about that. Uh, but the Robert's about to come up to the stage right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to excuse us. Everyone is listening. This is Ella's and I's second um, remote. And we're trying to uh, get accustomed to it. But there's a lot of things going on. So we're trying to uh, see and hear what's going on at this uh, grand event also. But what's your thoughts about that, Elliot? Um you know, we we spoke on that before, and I, I um, and you know, in the coming weeks, we're going to be talking about it again. I think it's necessary that uh, stories like this be told, especially stories of resistance uh, that our people weren't passive and they didn't accept uh, the condition of our forefathers. Uh, they wasn't accepting of it. Uh, the, the happy slave narrative that had went out in some areas that our people were accepting of this servitude. Our people were fighting against us all the time. They wanted freedom. That's what all of this struggle was about. You know, you hear people, especially now during the political season, talking about our people died for the right to vote. You know, don't minimize this thing, talking about they died for a right to vote. Our people wanted freedom. Period. If they thought that the, the getting the right to vote would get them that freedom, that's what they wanted. It wasn't that they were fighting and dying for necessarily the right to vote. They wanted our people to be free and our children to live in a free society. So I, I just want to uh, make mention of that, along in conjunction with what Brother Reg was talking about, about the, the uh, movie. I understand it hadn't been, supposedly hadn't been doing that well. But uh, from what I understand also, a lot of theaters didn't want the movie. They didn't accept the movie to be aired in their theaters. It didn't get the promotion that a lot of the other movies get. You see two or three weeks before certain movies come out. If you're watching the television, they're pumping it all the time. So the people are ready when the movie comes out. But uh, Birth of a Nation didn't get the publicity that other movies get. So when it finally hit the theaters, a lot of our people didn't realize it. And I deal with the public. 
in my business. So uh, they were more aware of the shucking and jiving uh, uh, Kevin Hart movie that came, was released this past weekend. And when I asked several of the customers that couldn't wait to see Kevin Hart, whether they saw Birth of a Nation, they wasn't even aware that it, the movie had been released. So uh, I find that interesting because I recall um, it was a movie that came out years back, um, The Rapid Proof uh, Fence. It was in... Uh, regarding uh, what happened to the Australians, the Aboriginal Australians, when the white folks came in and cut their hair and tried to bring them into Christianity and uh, give them a, a, a European education. And that thing was not in uh, movies probably more than one week, but it's, it was impactful. I actually saw it, and I tell a lot of people, if you want to hear about that Aboriginal story of what happened in Australia look at Rapid Proof Fence it's an excellent, excellent movie that when it was out, did stay in the movie theater more than a week or two, it was out it was out you know we're going to take a brief break uh, commercial break and when we come back we'll continue the conversation we're here live at the airport Clarion here in Philadelphia at the Essington Airport out near uh so come on out if you're in the Philadelphia area. Uh, the dinner started at 5. The live entertainment, well, it, it says on the program starts at 7.30, but the children have been performing the whole time. So, so come on out and join us. We'll be here broadcasting live. A lot of the, uh, the headline entertainment will be starting later, but uh, a lot of the performances like the uh, New Orleans-style jazz band that the young people just had, if you weren't here, you missed a treat. So uh, we'll be right back at the brief word from our sponsors to uh, continue the conversation. And we're live, so you can also give us a call at 215-253-7263. That's 215-253-7263. We'll be right back. tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American-owned and operated insurance agency in business for over 20 years, located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services, representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies, offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21. 
215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Dooley Brothers, specializing in shingle, rubber roofs, gutters, downspouts, and vinyl sidings. Call for your free estimate today, 215-224-3882. That's 215-224-3882. Dooley Brothers Roofing, the roofing experts you can trust. That number again, 215-224-3882. 215-224-3882. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. What is in one million brothers and sisters who are tired of the same old rhetoric, the same old leaders, the same old ways of dealing with political and economic empowerment? If you realize that nobody's going to save black people but us, if you understand that no existing political party prioritizes the best interests of African Americans as a collective, if you believe that leadership is as leadership does, and this means that the best leaders for the black collective must come from the ranks of those who place and hold the best interests of black people foremost and uttermost, if you understand that black people must develop the mindset and the will to finance their own racial uplift organizational efforts, then get involved with one million conscious black voters and contributors. The movement is now. Go to www.iamoneofthemillion.com. That's www.iamoneofthemillion.com.
Welcome back. It's time for an awakening, and uh, we're back on air. We got a solid Ethernet connection. Uh, we'll be able to stay on now. We was kind of back and forth because of the Wi-Fi and in, in the hotel. If other people are on the Wi-Fi, then you're bounced off. But we have a solid connection, and we're here at uh, Brother Red. Read that announcement for. Us. We're at the Youth Unity Community Center event that started at uh, 5 p.m. We're going to serve uh, UCC honorees. We're honored. And we have a live drill team event uh, going on right now with a martial arts demonstration. Address for this event is Clarion Hotel, Philadelphia Airport, 76 Industrial Highway. Essendon, PA, 19029. We're at the Clarion Hotel doing a live remote. Time for the Awakening program. Time for the Awakening radio media on the Black Talk Radio Network. Black Talk Radio Network. Uh, this event is going to be going on until 9 o'clock. We've got a good connection right now. We were uh, here about... A little bit after 5 o'clock, and we were on uh, under the Wi-Fi connection, but we now have a good connection on Ethernet, and we're ready to uh, rock and roll. Excellent event going on. A lot of the young people here doing presentations, martial arts, the drill team, uh, the New Orleans-style jazz band. I mean, uh, the young people are showcased here, and the work that Wanda... Sister Wanda and Brother Robert Dickerson has been doing with these young people over 20 years in the Camden and Philadelphia area. Uh, Brother Reg is really familiar with the, the work of Brother uh, Robert and Sister Wanda because he grew up in the South Jersey area. But uh, their, their reach stretches across the Delaware into Philadelphia. Uh, this room is packed. Uh, we saw uh, Mr. Bob Lott was here, is here. Kenny Gamble, it's a, it's a lot of folks here. Our people have been contributing to what uh, the Dickinson have been doing for the past over 20 years. This, have been a, this has been a community effort to keep these cultural and, and, uh, and uh, music and martial arts programs going and keeping our young people off the streets and into something constructive. Cultural, the arts, and martial arts. I mean, it, it's really wonderful seeing these young people, and they're proud of what they're doing. Their parents and friends are here. They're proud of them. Uh, uh, these things need to be duplicated in other cities. Brother Rich. Yes, definitely. I'm about to get off this chair and go uh, 
get uh, Brother Robert's uh, son to come over here and talk about the martial arts program, if, if I can locate him. But they've been doing uh, grand work for over 30 years in the Camden area, stretches to Philadelphia and, you know, the whole tri-state county area. And uh, this is what we need. This is what we talk about. Action backing up that talk. Solutions. Good to complain. Good to vent. Good to let that anger go somewhere. But the best place for it to go is into a solution. And uh, we had the Dickersons on last week. They asked us to come out to their program today. And uh, we're here. This is our second live remote. And we're trying to make it uh, make it happen. Give our people a voice, a different lens. And there's a lot of people out here. The drill team's out right now, and they're also doing a martial arts demonstration uh, right at this moment, talking about uh, violence and defense right now and something that we need to uh, talk about more in our community. Violence, defense and discipline for the children. Uh, these young people are doing their, their drill steps, and it's excellent, excellent. I know that martial arts is your field, Rick. How are they looking? They're looking real good. Breaking some wood over there, and I, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing some knuckles. I ain't seen no blood coming out the knuckles, so look, looking good. No splinter, no splinter in those knuckles. Yeah, these, uh, these young men right now, they're very tight and sharp, the drill team. And they're stepping. They're stepping good, too. Yeah, this Elliot, is, you this might is, need to get out is, there, man, but I don't know, man. You might have to have some sneakers on. I don't know if you're going to be able to do it with your shoes on. I don't want you to hurt your ankles, your knees. I mean, uh, these, these are the type of things. You know, listen, we live in a major city. It's the fifth largest city in this country. And I didn't see anything on any of the news stations broadcasting this event was going to be here. Uh, we have a terrestrial radio station in this city. I didn't hear any advertisements that this was going on. You know, we got to do we got to do a little better for our young people to support their efforts, support people out here that's doing things in the community, not just talking. Brother Robert and Sister Wanda are doing things in the community, and the fruits of it is right before us. I mean, this program started at 5 with dinner, but the performances by these young people have been going on solidly for the past two hours, and they haven't even got to the, the, uh, the headline entertainment, which is be some of the adults. The young people are the headliners here. All the, 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 the New Orleans-style jazz band was phenomenal that got up there. The young people with trombones and trumpets. And, I mean, it, it was, our, our children are talented. If they get the exposure to a lot of these things. I'm going to try to grab one of these brothers real quick to come over here. So let me, I'll be right back. I'll Go ahead. Back. Go ahead. Wonderful event. Wonderful event. I'm, I'm, I'm so, you know, we're going to be adding things to Time for Awakening soon. where We can have a, a, a live feeds where you can see the things that we're doing. Hopefully we'll have it up and running for the State of the Black World Conference, which is in November because there's a lot of uh, uh, interesting people and interesting things that will be going on there. Minister Farrakhan, Hillary Beckles, uh, the list goes on of people that have been trying to do things for our communities worldwide that will be at the State of the Black World Conference. 
and uh, and we'll be streaming live from there and hopefully live where you can see what's going on. Uh, we're working on that now where we can nail those things down. Uh, we're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we might have a special guest uh, with us because there's a lot of things going on. Sister Wanda and Brother Robert is moving around trying to facilitate the, the acts coming up with the young people. But we're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, uh, we'll get involved in the conversation. And you can get involved, too. We're still open at 215-253-7263. That's 215-253-7263. We'll be right back. to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. If you're tired of accepting the lesser of two evils, if enough is enough, then join the one million conscious and conscientious black contributors and voters at their first national convention at the Impact Center in Atlanta, Georgia, on October 21st through 23rd, 2016. The One Million is calling all like-minded brothers and sisters to participate in a three-day conference to create strategies to move our people forward. Vendor space is available, plus there will be a special tribute to Professor James Klingman. For details and to register, go to IamOneOfTheMillion.com. That's IamOneOfTheMillion.com. Let's be the change we seek to rebuild the village. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American owned and operated insurance agency and business for over 20 years, located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services, representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies, offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 21- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Dooley Brothers, specializing in shingle, rubber roofs, gutters, downspouts, and vinyl sidings. Call for your free estimate today, 215-224-3882. That's 215-224-3882. Dooley Brothers Roofing, the roofing experts you can trust. That number again, 215-224-3882. 215-224-3882. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. During the 60s and 70s, if you misbehaved as a child, you got a spanking. Today, parents receive discipline for disciplining their children. 
The state wants to raise our children and provide meals, lodging, and employment through the state prison system. It's time to take back our community, reconnect the family, and through cooperative economics, redirect billions of dollars back into the community. Go to VentureGroupCapital.Solutions. That's VentureGroupCapital.Solutions. Or call 844-GROUP-VENTURE. This is Professor Griff from Public Enemy. People keep saying black people need to do this and black people need to do that. Well, frankly speaking, I think it's a whole lot of talk, a whole lot of philosophy, and a whole lot of head nodding. But where is the action? I'm suggesting everyone that's within the sound of my voice, we need to get on board with this national black economic empowerment movement. Let's Buy Black, 365.com. That's Let's Buy Black, 365.com. This is Professor Griff from Public Enemy, and... I'm out. Peace. Lift every voice and sing Till earth and heaven ring Ring with the harmonies Of liberty Let our rejoicing rise High as the listening skies let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising Son of a new day, be Let us march on till victory is won. brought us thus far on the way. Thou who hast by thy mind led us into the light. Keep us forever in the past. The time for awakening. Come over to the live event out here at the, the airport Clarion. The fundraiser for UCC, Brother Wanda, uh, Brother Robert and, and Sister Wanda's organization that has been helping children in Camden and Philadelphia for over 20 years. And we're joined by one of our treasures. <laughs> She's here at the event. Sister Pam Africa is with us. <laughs> Got the levels up. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So I was walking around, and out the corner of my eye, I said, uh-oh, we got Sister Pam in effect, and we have to have her on the mic to talk about what she's doing. We know she's on the streets. She's active. And just let, let us know and let the listening audience know in the Time for the Working Program what you've been up to and what you, what's going on right now. Okay, I want to th- um, really say thank you for the invitation. And I've been on Black Talk Radio before. 
Are we okay? Yes. Oh, okay. And I just want to say that when you're on Black Talk Radio, you know, it means the demise of this rotten, filthy, low-down, scumbagging system. And um, it's just a pleasure to be here. Um, what I'm involved with right now is, you know, saving the life of Mumia and 6,000 other black men, women, and children in Pennsylvania prisons. Um Dealing with the hepatitis C virus, which is a deadly virus that's in throughout the United States and all, but um, in dealing with Momia, that's when we found out it was six thousand men, women, and children in Pennsylvania prisons who have hepatitis C. Digging more into it because we always try to bring the community into whatever it is that we're doing. We found out that it's forty-six thousand. People that are suffering from hepatitis C in Philadelphia, not Pennsylvania, Philadelphia alone. And what we're finding out that, you know, to get the medication for hepatitis C is $1,000 a pill. And you have to take the pill for 90 days. And the hepatitis C is an epidemic that's going on here. When you're talking about 6,000 in prison, 46,000 in the street, and this was a December, last December, you know, count. So you know it's rising much further. We fought a heck of a battle and all uh, to save Momia's life last year and all uh, by um, massive protests, forcing politicians to take a stand, doctors to stand up. We almost lost Momia twice last year. He had, um, they wouldn't term that he had hepatitis C, and uh, but his body had actually swollen up three times his size, and that wasn't from the hepatitis C. That came from the misdiagnosis of what they were doing with Mumia. His brain swelled. Mumia couldn't even remember how to do a sentence. It took him time to train himself how to do it. His body was encased in a black leathery, um, substance that, you know, was all over his entire body. And uh, I want to talk about, too, and I'm going to come back to it, but please don't let me forget, mm-hmm. who saved Mumia's life was two black men inside the prison. And, you know, uh, it's never enough said about, you know, the brothers and the sister, the brothers inside the prison and even in the women prison, the sisters who nat- who take care and love, you know, one another, nursing them back to health, because all we ever hear is about the fighting, the drugs in the prison, the problems that's happening in the prison, but stories of black heroes inside the prison, and I'm going to talk about two. Okay. One is a brother by the name of um, Major Tillery. He's in life. He's in prison for life, and he's been to every... Um, prison that um, they restrict you, like uh, Florence, Colorado. He's been to all of those kinds. Florence, Colorado, the prisons is 10 feet underground was where his cell was at. And, you know, it was a big thing about 
um, Florence and all that was exposed where they tortured people. You don't get no sunlight. We fought to get Jamil Aramin out and all because without sunlight, you can't survive. No fresh air. The only thing that you ever see is somebody shifting a plate and you can only hope that it's not as bad as yesterday that some guard didn't spit in it. Some guard didn't put feces in it. And, uh, you know, or they're serving you rotten food and you have to eat it. Well, Major Tillery was in there. And I'm going to talk about the make of the man. And uh, who came from out of that prison was over at Mahanoi where Mumia was at. And he happened to see Mumia walking down the hall. And because uh, he see him a lot, right? But this one particular day, he said it shocked him because he hadn't seen him for a minute. And uh, Mumia was so sick, and uh, his body had already swollen up. And, um, you know, Tilly said, man, he said, you need to be in a hospital. Mumia didn't realize that's how bad it was. He was itching 24 hours a day. He had actually clawed his body up, the skin that was raw. There was not one piece of his body, not one. And uh, that they had not, he had not scratched up and uh, and open sores. What happened then, um, when they put him in the hospital, they gave him over he said, seemed like a hundred tests. They had actually kidnapped him from all of us and put him into a hospital where we didn't know where he was at. The family, the lawyer, or no one knew. They gave him um, tests for his liver. They gave him tests for his kidney. They gave him a bone marrow, which is one of the most wickedest, horrible, you know, uh, tests that, you know, that they have to do. And uh, But he didn't need that. They knew he had hepatitis C. And also, we got a doctor by the name of Joseph Harris out of Harlem in New York. He's a former Panther. He worked with Doctors Without Border, and he traveled the world. They will not allow a doctor in to visit Mumia as a doctor. But Dr. Joseph Harris, with his experience, when he went in and saw Mumia, he knew what it was. He said he saw it throughout Africa. He saw it in, you know, Egypt, which is the same. And uh, and he told them, we wound up having the court case. Come to find out they already knew that, you know, Mumia had hepatitis C, but they wasn't treating it. They have a protocol. Each prison has a protocol, each state. The protocol for Pennsylvania, we couldn't get. The state representatives couldn't get it. Nobody could get this protocol until we wound it up in court. And we wound it up in court, and we asked for the protocol. The um, Department of Corrections was refused. The judge said, you got to turn the protocol over because it's public information. When he read the protocol, it blew him away. It says that... In order for you to get the hepatitis C treatment, over 60% of your liver has to be calcified. Mumia's liver last December, the tip of it had already started. Not only that, the blood vessels in your chest have got to be busted. And uh, you got to be bleeding from the esophagus. You got to be suffering from jaundice where the eyes turn yellow. This is a most torturesome thing to the body. This is what you have to go through in order to get hepatitis C treatment. 
The Cure. Did, 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 um, was it ever discovered how Mumia contracted hepatitis C? When Mumia was shot, viciously beaten, and kidnapped off the streets of Philadelphia on December the 9th, 1981, and someone killed police officer Faulkner, and it's factually true that Mumia didn't do it, and they know it. And uh, that's when, when they shot Mumia, they gave him a blood transfusion. Okay. That's when he got it. And see how dangerous this hepatitis C is. That was 1981. It didn't surface, or they didn't make it surface, until Mumia, we beat the death penalty. We beat Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was running for, uh, I mean, he was governor at the time. We beat the presidents and all that, uh, of the United States, Clinton, and all that followed him, and this battle for Mumia's life, because they all spoke and said that they was going to execute Mumia. But when they was forced away from that position through the power of the people, when we say ain't no power like the power of people, when the power of people don't stop, that is real, the consistency of never backing down off this government, no matter how bad it looked. You know, when you look through the eyes of this government, you can only see what they see. But when you look through the eyes of God, when you look through the power of the people and you know the insides, I'm saying, we're going to bring Momia out of there through the power of the people. But back to this protocol, back to this protocol, um, the judge turned on um, Labor Day weekend, okay. he turned the protocol as unconstitutional. That was in August, well, the beginning of September, when Mumia has not received the medication, nor have any other, you know, uh, prisoner in the state of Pennsylvania. So, when you deliberately, and you have the cure... Don't give it up, and you have a judge saying it's unconstitutional, and not only that, the water in Pennsylvania. Graterford Prison, there was an um, article released in a Limerick newspaper that said the water is cancerous, it causes kidney problems, it destroys the liver, it is slow, it's a slow death, factually. In Graterford Prison... In order for you to get water, other than the water that runs through the pipes, you have got to buy the water. And as I understand, the water is being sold in the prison. A case is either fifteen or twenty dollars a case to men who don't make a dollar an hour. You don't. They don't make seventy-five cents an hour or a day, I might say. And uh, um, so you know, this is a form of. Genocide up in our face. Okay. At Frackville Prison, the uh, inmates are given one gallon of water a day. Where Mumia's at, they give them three cups, small cups of water with each meal. You have inmates in there just like my brother Mumia, and all who have open sores and all from scratching with the hepatitis C. And this is not something that's unique to Mumia. The only reason why you know Mumia and the 6,000 other people is because we won't stop. 
And when you talk about Mumia, you got to talk about it all the way across the board. We're talking about... Sister Pam, let me ask you a quick question. Mm-hmm. There has been uh, a nationwide boycott in the prisons. I don't see it on any television station. I don't see anybody talking about it. So since you're saying you're not only talking about Maria, you're talking about what's going on with the prisoners that are inside straight through. Can you talk about that a little right. bit? And you know what's happening what's happening is that the government fears the strategy of these men inside the prison and uh, um, they're just refusing to come out their cells. As a means of protest. That means Victoria's Secret not making panties and bras. That means that all these other places that big business have is at a stop. Slave and labor. That's right. And, uh, you know, it's slave labor. And if you ever saw a birth of a nation, and uh, you're looking at the insides of these prisons, and these men have nothing to lose. And, uh, the only thing that they can gain in here is some sort of relief from what is happening to them daily. I really, you know, advise people to go see that um, movie and, you know, to actually look at the other one, 13. I'm not, you know, the controversy. The documentary? Okay. Yes, yes, the documentary, that 13, that's on um, Netflix. But the movie, I'm telling you, you sit in silence and you look and only thing different has changed here is the clothes. Our men still, our men, women, and children are, you know, they're not hanging them in some places. and all, But they're shooting down in the street right in front of us. they beating, maiming, killing, locking up, raping our mothers, our brothers, our sisters, our family members. And uh, the, the, just the thought of, you know, I'm saying it wrinkles me to the core to actually find out about, you know, what's going on inside these prisons. I have, after they dropped a bomb on my family in 1985, my sister Ramona's here too. Okay. I have her come over. And uh, after they dropped the bomb, they put my sister in these same conditions. I still have sisters in Cambridge Springs that's up by Lake Erie in Canada that we have to go and visit. And uh, um, and they're setting good examples and fighting back. And of uh, the men, we have brothers and uh, that's inside the prison where they dropped the bomb and killed their children. But we continue to fight because one thing we know, the only time you lose is when you throw your hands up and think that these monsters have actually won. There is no win for them. You can see it every day. That's why they throw a monster up front like Trump to pull all the other monsters. What it is, it's show and tell time. And uh, But they got a surprise because they ain't the only ones that's ready. And uh, as you see here tonight, and uh, you see people being prepared mentally, mentally mm-hmm. physically, and uh, you know, to fight this monster. And we're all coming together. This is what I love about universal um, um Drum and um, dance ensemble. That's what I want to ask you before we let you go. What, oh, do, what, do, you, what do you think about this event? And uh, look, this event, I, I have, before I had children, 
I was, you know, watching this. Okay. And uh, I brought my children in. I have, it's four generations of us over there at the table. Wow, okay. My daughters, my sons, and their children, and then the children of some of their children okay. is over here. So I have at the table nine of my um, great-grands. And that's by one grandson. I have uh, my daughter Pixie, who has her five over. And um, Pixie grew up on Universal. Okay. They're growing up on Universal. My great grands, and uh, I brought them because this is the first time they experienced this. Okay. And uh, and it's something I'm watching the eyes because you know. Some of them get away from you. You got to find a way to bring them back into the fold. And this night, I'm looking at these eyes, and I'm watching them. This is what I want. This is what Universal African Dance and Drum Ensemble do. They see example of family, of generations of family that's continue to fight the fight, and uh, by any means necessary. And... What can anyone that's listening to our program tonight do to help Mumia in this situation or, and also help you and what you're doing? Because I know you're out there doing a lot of stuff, and I think one of our major impediments is sometimes we don't know what somebody else is doing. Right. They don't have the information, don't have the contact information. So any email, contact information, phone number, or any way that you want to be contacted, just let it be known. Right. My phone number is 267 267- Seven six zero seven three four four. You know what? My grandchildren always correct me. Grandmom is two six seven seven six zero seven three four four. Not O. They said that's the alphabet. <laughs> so <laughs> I stand corrected by my seven year old. <laughs> she said you always say O when it's zero. So that's two six seven seven six zero seven three four four and. Lowercase Pam Africa at gmail.com. Africa A F R I C A. And if you use the K, it won't get to me. Sister Pam, I want to thank you for your activism. Thank you for being you. And we need more fighters like yourself. I'm going to go get my sister Ramona and bring her over. Thank you so much. We'll okay, now on the move. All Appreciate right. this. Hey. Thank you so much. We're going to take a brief break. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. 215 Sister Pam, give us about 15 minutes because we got some money. And then send it over. Give us a call, 215 Wonderful event here. We just had Sister Pam Africa, one of our great warrior sisters, with us. Spent some time on Time for Awakening. Uh, Sister Ramona Africa is here also, and I think she'll be over here later on. Uh, Kenny Gamble is here. Wonderful event. Wonderful event. You heard Sister Pam Africa's opinion on this event. Uh, There's a, from the whispers there, Reg, the whispers. (laughs) It's a love thing. Oh, man. (laughs) Hey, bro. How you doing? How you doing, brother? How you doing? Peace to you, too. Oh, man, everybody is here. The whispers is here. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation, and uh, you can get involved, too, 215-253-7263. That's 215-253-7263. Time for Awakening is live tonight at the UCC 
a fundraiser gala here at the uh, Clarion Hotel at the Philadelphia Airport. We'll be right back. tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. If you're tired of accepting the lesser of two evils, if enough is enough, then join the one million conscious and conscientious black contributors and voters at their first national convention at the Impact Center in Atlanta, Georgia, on October 21st through 23rd, 2016. The One Million is calling all like-minded brothers and sisters to participate in a three-day conference to create strategies to move our people forward. Vendor space is available, plus there will be a special tribute to Professor James Klingman. For details and to register, go to IamOneOfTheMillion.com. That's IamOneOfTheMillion.com. Let's be the change we seek to rebuild the village. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American-owned and operated insurance agency and business for over 20 years, located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowner's insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services, representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies, offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 21- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. In 1974, TV was free. The average home telephone bill, $20 per month. A brand new automobile, $4,000. Today, an average family spends that amount on cell phones and pay TV per year. The black community spends over $25 billion per year on pay TV, while the community suffers financially. The choice is yours, pay TV or community debt-free. Join the economic revolution. Go to VentureGroupCapital.Solutions or call 844-GROUP-VENTURE. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Dooley Brothers, specializing in shingle, rubber roofs, gutters, downspouts, and vinyl sidings. Call for your free estimate today, 215-224-3882. That's 215-224-3882. Dooley Brothers Roofing, the roofing experts you can trust. That number again, 215-224-3882. 215-224-3882. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. During the 60s and 70s, if you misbehaved as a child, you got a spanking. Today, parents receive discipline for disciplining their children. The state wants to raise our children and provide meals, lodging, and employment through the state prison system. It's time to take back our community, reconnect the family, and through cooperative economics, redirect billions of dollars back into the community. 
Go to VentureGroupCapital.Solutions. That's VentureGroupCapital.Solutions. Or call 844-GROUP-VENTURE. Antiquity to the present. Our people need to develop a new paradigm. It's time for an awakening. Sundays, 7 p.m. With your hosts, Elliot and Reggie. Tribute. Say something. You want me to say something? Fine. I'll say something. You. You people. You're not a race. You are a virus. You destroy the world. Everything beautiful you poison. You drag us from our homes. You rape our daughters, murder our sons. You crack our spines and do all you can to break our will. You stab us. Then you put the knife in our hand and tell us it's our fault. And if you don't do it yourself, you stand by, close your eyes, and pretend there's nothing wrong. And then you pray to your God to silence our screams so that you can enjoy the happiness that we built for you with our blood. But it's not your fault. It's the only way you know how to be. And the only thing that will change anything is if another virus comes along and does to you what you do to us. And I hope that happens very soon. Welcome back to Time for an Awakening. And uh, we're at the live event, live fundraise for UCC here at the Clarion Hotel in uh, Philadelphia International Airport on Essington Avenue. So if you're in the Philadelphia area and you want to come down, come on down. There's still the uh, other live performances that the, the adults that will be performing a little bit later. The children had about two and a half hours of uh, not only dinner but live performances, uh, uh, martial arts demonstrations, uh, oh, man, it, it's fantastic. We just had Sister Pam Africa here talking about she had four generations of young people that had participated in UCC. This is an event that's been the community has raised funds for this event for over 20 years. They don't get donations from politicians, white or black. This is a community effort, and it can be duplicated in other cities. A cultural event, martial arts, and the and, uh, it just, uh, I, I just, it's, it's fantastic seeing the children here. It's, it's really a wonderful event. Wish you were here. But like I said before, we're going to add some technology where when we do these live events, you'll be able to see us and see the event for yourself because words can't describe uh, the precision of these young people that have performed. We're going to go to the phones. I think we have. Uh, yeah, we're going to the phones. We've got a couple special guests with us this evening. Uh, Sister Monica and... and uh, Brother Ray. Brother Ray is with us uh, from last week. We're just going to continue the conversation because it's leading up to the convention in Atlanta at the Impact Center for the One Million Conscious Black Voters and Contributors. And our guest is on the line with us now. Sister Monica, Brother Ray. Hello. Hi. How are, How are you? you doing? Great, How great, are great. How are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> doing great, doing great. 
uh, coming in loud and clear. Uh, Sister Monica Bellaray, we uh, we talked last week, uh, conversation leading up to the convention, and, uh, and we were getting kind of hot and heavy into some things there that uh, that's on the people's mind. I mean, we deal with the public all the time. You're out there dealing with the public. So we just wanted to continue the conversation a little bit uh, this week leading up to the, uh, the convention uh, next weekend. Uh, of course, Brother Rich had some things that, uh, that he was dealing with before they uh, – uh, before time ran out, so I'm, I'm going to continue this conversation. Uh, good evening. Um, glad you guys were able to come on tonight, Sister Monica. Thank you for having us. And Brother Ray. Uh, Sister Thank Monica. Yeah. Uh, Brother Ray, let me give you another shout-out. I'll give you a shout-out before we had to switch up. It was good to meet you and your wife. Thank uh, you, sir. Thank you for uh, treat, treat, treating the brother real good. I gave a shout-out to my brother, we had the excellent food, and let me give him a shout. I want I want you to be my witness before we get into uh, get into the business. Uh, more than just food, we feed everybody yeah. like family. That was Brother Ed, thirty six twenty two North Seventeenth Street, Philadelphia, PA one nine one four zero. Phone number is two one five five one five thirty one thirty eight. Call him before coming out for reservations. Food is good, presentation is good, and conversation is good. That's Brother Ed, more than just food. We feed everybody like family. 3622 North 17th Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19140. Phone number is 215-515-3138. We're going to get uh, this information from Sister Monica. We're going to let you uh, go first, my sister. Tell the listening audience about the convention the importance of the convention, the importance of voting as a group, and the economics that goes into uh, voting and political af- activism. Absolutely. Thank you again for this opportunity, and good evening to all of your guests, all of your listeners, and good evening to both uh, my dear brothers, uh, Brother Elliot and Lord Reginald. That's the inside joke. <laughs> Thank you, my sister. Reggie and I and Lori. However, I do want to say that the convention begins on Thursday, uh, this Thursday coming up, October 20th, with our candidates uh, forum, our candidates night. We have invited candidates from presidential election for from the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, the Libertarian Party, and the Green Party. We have confirmed attendees, um, either the surrogate of the presidential candidates, for the Democratic Party, for the Republican Party, and for the um, Green Party, and we were actively working on securing the confirmation for uh, the Libertarians for that Thursday's Candidates Night as well. And so many of us will be traveling into uh, Atlanta, but what we are asking is that those who are local in Atlanta, please go to the Impact Event Center on Thursday. 6 o'clock p.m. for our candidates forum that kicks off our convention. And on Friday evening, we uh, will host Montoya Smith and his mental dialogue that begins about 7, 730, uh, where we will discuss, um, take questions from the audience. We'll discuss the one million, what our goals, our folks, what it is that we're doing, why we're doing the things that we're doing. Then on Saturday, we'll be in session all day, beginning at 8.30 a.m., again at the Impact Event Center. Um, we'll go through five through five o'clock p.m. We'll have a very small break. We'll come back at seven uh, on Saturday, where we will have a tribute dinner to honor 
um, a gem amongst us, uh, an unheralded gem amongst us, one who does not get the recognition that he deserves um, in, in the person of uh, Dr. James Klingman. And then Sunday we will have a wrap-up um, where we sort of debrief and talk about where we go from here. And our co-conveners, Baba Amosikikiyuka and um, Baba Jim Klingman, will, be, will spearhead and facilitate that discussion. The reason that it is, it is imperative that we as black people come together and create our own agenda. And I think one of the things we talked about last week that many people have missed is that um, we shouldn't be angry that, you know, there's immigration reform being discussed at the highest echelons of government, nor should we be angry that there's an LGBTQ agenda being discussed and forwarded and pushed at the highest levels of our government. What we should be angry about is that we as black people have not put an agenda forward. We took solace in the fact that we had a black president, but we gave him absolutely no agenda, no platform, nothing, no list of demands. We didn't go to the Democratic Party and say, we'll vote for this man, but we expect X, Y, and Z in return. For some reason, unlike everybody else, we just took it for granted that because we have a black president or because he's a Democrat or because we've been the most loyal constituency of the Democratic Party for time and memorial, that they would support and ought to know those things that are important to us and then push those things forward. But there is not one organized black organization, not the NAACP, not the Urban League, not NAN, nobody talking about our agenda what those things are that are important to us. So that is the role of the one million, that the critical role that we play. So we are going to discuss with the candidates on Thursday night. Here's our, here are our positions. Here are our plans. And this is why, as a people, we need to come together and coalesce behind not just an idea, not just somebody who says they have a plan, not just somebody who's a great orator, somebody who can stir up emotions. We have plenty of black folks who can do that. We need to coalesce behind a movement that will generate a response, a movement that in, in its, everything about our movement is about the marriage between economic empowerment and political and public policy, period. Economic empowerment is a forefront. Because with money, you can push any public policy agenda you want to push. Whoever thought, I certainly never thought in my lifetime, that gay marriage would be legal. It would be made legal by the highest court in our land. I never thought that would happen. But what they did was have a public policy agenda, and they put money behind it. All we do is vote and talk about who who died and who gave their blood and all that's great, but we don't do anything else. We won't put any money behind candidates, generally speaking, and we will not volunteer to do anything. So the one million is here to say, A, we have public policy agenda. Not something that we came up, we picked up on the Cracker Jack box, but something that we have cracked minds, worked to have worked on our people. So we have a public policy agenda, what we're looking to do is galvanize one million black people to push 
that agenda to create not only um, a shifting in the power in the paradigm and the power relationship between black people and everybody else. So we're not only doing that, but what we also want to do is create black millionaires. If we have one million people who are ready ready to be activated, and we say, look, we have a small business owner. He sells a widget. The widget costs $10. We want each of you, of our million, to go and support this, and this business owner, this brother, this sister. That's $10 million. What can we do with $10 million? What could a business owner, a black conscious business owner, do with $10 million? That is what we're all about. We want to shift the way not only people think about black people as it relates to public economic empowerment, but how we think about one another. We need to shift how we think about one another so that when we approach a black business owner, we don't hold them to a higher standard than we would their white counterpart. Uh, when we approach a black politician, we hold him to a standard. We don't just stop at his skin, but we actually go beneath the skin to content to figure out what is he going to do for us, and then we hold him or he or she to that standard. So that's what we're about. Thank you. Uh, Brother Ray. Yes, sir. Okay, I want to ask you a question. I know you just uh, came up from the Atlanta area to Camden. And I want to talk to you, uh, Sister Sister Monica just eloquently spoke about the marriage uh, between politics, voting, basically, and uh, economics. Can you talk about a little bit about the economic piece and the idea that I, I look at the, when I'm looking at the one million and what it's doing? It's basically if you don't, if you're not interested in voting, you don't like what you see. For the fact that you're putting your name and registering becoming one of the million that there's more than one thing other than voting that you can do we're getting a block of people on email listing networking meeting in uh, training orientation sessions throughout the country that you can whatever it is that you're trying to do or you're interested in you could do a vote not vote economics support business um deal with the police brutality situation, deal with education. And, Brother Ryan, I just want you to talk a little bit about the economics and the, uh, and the business side of what you see that the one million could do for the, commu- for, for the community through its organization and uh, strategy. So, so you know, I was up there. Once again, I, I appreciate you coming out, uh, Reggie, the other night. And um, that's one of the things that we, we try to promote. We, we Black businesses, we come, we support them. Uh, the, the, one of the strategies with economics, for instance, in that case, we, we take one, one, one Friday night, one weekend, and, and all 1,500, whoever uh, in the area, goes to uh, more than just food. And here, here's the premise. So they feed and everybody buys a meal where economically, he, in one, on one weekend, he can actually have enough to pay all his bills for the month and everything, employee salaries and so forth. In the next three weeks is totally profit from. But speaking about when we came up to Canada, I also came to Canada with uh, Brother Donnie Bradford. Uh, he's a one in a million. Uh, Rashawn Horsley, 
He's uh, also our state rep. More importantly, another one of our members, Amir Khan, actually will be running for mayor of Camden. So we went and surveyed Camden. Uh, Donnie is a developer. We surveyed Camden, and we actually mapped out a black Wall Street for the city of Camden. When you talk about gentrification, you know, everybody's talking about gentrification, gentrification. But the reality is, what people don't understand, me being on a lot of committees in the city of New Orleans, I understand planning. So what I did was I looked at the five-year planning for the city of Camden. So what we have to understand, they have a five-year plan to push us out of certain areas within that first five years. <laughs> Give it to them. Concede. No problem. But right outside of that area, there, 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 that, that's where we start taking over economically. Uh, when you go down the strip to Mount Ethan Avenue and, and, and Kane Avenue and, and uh, Hatton Avenue, you know, you got abandoned stores, abandoned buildings. All these things are what we can now uh, uh, create business opportunities. We can buy property and as the, the quote-unquote power to be, try to keep pushing us out, which is their weight and they can move no further. So we have to start being more strategical. Uh, we as one in the way, and that's what we're doing. What, what we're going to be sharing about, what the solutions that we're going to be telling about, is actually things that we already have in operation. Now, here's the funny thing. I, 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 you know, I, I'm actually in Kenston, North Carolina right now. Uh, my brother, Diane Shepard, he, he's a real activist in the city of Kenston. Uh, I'm announced talking to him last night. We, we have a conversation with the uh, brother who's getting ready to run for mayor who's going to the website, possibly probably be one of a million. Uh, so this pattern is, is going, or this model is going, every city that's predominantly black, where we can where we can take the politicians, because you gotta understand you have to have economical power to for your vote in order for anything to happen. Cities like Kansas, New Jersey, cities like Kinston are impoverished, so no one owns anything. So you have to come up with a strategy to get the person in office first, to get them in, uh, uh, get, to get city council in place, and then you can start creating economical power moving forward because now you can control policy, you can control the police department, you can control the judges, you can control media, and you can control education. So these are the formats, these are the things that we are, uh, we have in place. These are the things that are actually working. We just have to do our homework, we have to do our strategy, and then we have to bring in the young people, the 25 to the 30-year-old, who have 2016 strategies that will help uh, in 2016. Here's the problem with some of the old activists, and nothing, they, their time was good. I'm older. My time was good back then. But we got a lot of older activists using 1966 strategies in 2016. They don't work no more. We gotta, we gotta move out the way. We gotta let these young people come in. We gotta allow them to be creativity. We have to mentor them and, and mold them and just so they don't make the same mistakes that we make. But when you talk about one in a million, we're talking about solutions. We're talking about solutions that we're actually operating in now to create wealth. And when you talk about creating wealth, we're not talking about chasing money. We're not talking about getting rich. Wealth means we own stuff. Wealth means we, 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 we take over certain, certain cities. Wealth means that our kids and our young kids don't have to go to people who don't want to hire them because they'll have their own. So that's how we create businesses. 
when you look at when you look at Camden, New Jersey, and I'm just using Camden for example because that's going to be one of our main. You you, you get ten people together, thousand dollars, five store across the street from one of the Arab stores or whoever Korean stores. We undercut them. We hire people from the neighborhood. We put them out of business, and we take it at store. We buy it, and we keep moving forward. That's how this thing works. It's so simple. Like Monica said, we take a million people, see the one program. Bam. But here's the thing, right here, that's real important. After you create these multi-million-dollar companies, we then have to feed into another business, but then we have to put special accounting services, special job development. We have to then put the resources around these new businesses so that they don't fail. Remember, six million businesses in America yearly, but 60% of them fail because they don't have the capital, because they don't have the professional uh, 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 support system around them. So that's the things that we're talking about. Uh- Brother Ray, uh, Sister Monica, talk about some of the uh, the grassroots partnerships that have been developed uh, through uh, I Am One of a Million, conscious and conscientious black contributors and voters, because we know that we can't get our people out of this situation by ourselves, so it's necessary that we develop partnerships with other grassroots organizations. Tell us about some of the partnerships that have been developed. We have uh, developed a partnership with Sister Gerald Sanders. And one of the things, the things that she has focused on is police brutality, and in particular, addressing how, how it is addressed at a legislative level. So, in other words, we know that police wouldn't be able to do all the things that they actually do but they're sort of given a political path. And we know that their unions are very powerful, but Sister Cheryl has an organization that's called Change Is On Us. Changeonus.org. And she is sponsoring, trying to get legislation sponsored in in Congress. She's actively lobbying Congressmen um, to get them to change the way not only the way police brutality is handled, but even the way it's reported. So much of police brutality is actually underreported, and people aren't aware of it. If we actually took real count of exactly what they're doing, but there's no consistent way that that is handled. So, change on us, and Gerald Sanders, that's one organization. There's the legislation, the earlier legislation that we are helping promote because we believe that that is part and parcel of what our issues are. Um, But the thing about it is, let's talk about public policy. One of the things that we have to be able to do is not just go to Congress whining and crying. They don't pay attention to that. In fact, they kind of expect us to do that. Um, They're more than happy for us to do that. They're more than happy for us to march up and down the street to get tired. And I, I, I honestly believe they're okay with the looting and the and the burning and the civil discord and the civil discord and the civil unrest. They're cool with that because they know at some point that's will die down. What they're not cool with is what the kind of thing that Sister Gerald Sanders is doing, where she's saying, "Look, we have to, this is something that we have to legislate, and it has to come down from Congress." So I'm very, very proud of the relationship.
relationships that we built with that system. I'm really, really proud of the relationship that we're building with Brother Ray Wilkinson, who's on the call today. And he can talk to you about excellent housing, what that is, uh, grassroots. I'm very proud of those sorts of relationships. I'm very proud of the relationships that we've built with several small black business owners as we're trying to help them grow their business by introducing them to the one million. I'm very, very proud of our collaboration with uh, David Robinson and the Sweet Unity Coffee Company out of Tanzania. And your listeners can go to our website, www.iam1million, to purchase some of the best coffee, if not the best coffee, in the world. It comes right out of Africa, and this coffee comes right out of Tanzania. He is a brother. He has a business. We have partnered with him. So we're not a a movement that's all about us. We recognize that we can't be all to everybody. But what we further recognize is that if we collaborate with like-minded people, we can push an agenda. We can push our agenda forward. Too often, black people get diverted because of our various differences. We can't find common ground. You know, it's, we can't do like the enemy of my enemy of my enemy is my friend. We don't typically we don't do that. We, you know what I mean? We we just don't. And so we don't know how to form, or we don't act upon knowledge that we may have, and how to form active relationships and collaborations with people. I don't have to agree with you 100% on everything, and in fact, there are very few people that I agree with 100% on anything. But if I can find common ground, and that common ground can push a common agenda forward, then let's do that. Because that's what everybody else does. That's why you can see, like with, with Donald Trump, there are a whole bunch of people who you would not ever suspect would support him, but they actually do. Not because they agree with how shortage he is, or they agree with how ignorant he is, or they agree with all of his decisions. But they agree with enough of his positions in order to push him to the point that he is today. It's a disgrace that he is the Republican nominee. It's a disgrace. But there are enough people within the Republican Party and outside who want him where he is. So suddenly we as black people can model that nation and form collaboration to push our agenda forward. Well, you also, you also, you know, uh, when you, uh, uh, Green Chasers Community Services, that's actually organization happened to over, over the weekend at Camden, uh, he's a behavioral health organization, uh, like-minded person, this, uh, I don't know if you guys can make this person, the DTU and Bill's over there in Camden, so he's pretty much coming on board, uh, Michael Beasley out of out of uh, Snellville. He's a life changing coach. He also has a radio show. I actually did a uh, uh, interview on the show about two months ago. Uh, got Grant Boyd uh, the King, another organization that we're dealing with. So we deal with quite a few us us lifting up out of out of the land. So we're tapping into a whole lot of grant organizations like-minded, and we're trying to, you know, what the next we got, 
you can do square, you can do square, you can fill everything up. So that's some of the other interactions of the organization. And there's, and, there's, and there's plenty more that I'm not privy to uh, right offhand, but those are just about what we talked about, maybe seven or eight already. Well, we'd like to thank you. Uh, it's very loud in here. We have uh, Sister Ramona Africa sitting in front of us, so we'd like to get her on. Um, Sister Monica, I know Brother Donnie was trying to call in. Hold on one second. Let me try to get him real quick. Brother Donnie, you there? Yes, sir. All right, we're about to we're about to do another interview, but we have uh, Sister Monica and Brother Ray, and I'd like you to chime in a little bit about the uh, conference. I'll give you about another uh, couple minutes, and then we're gonna have to transition. So go go ahead, Don. The floor is yours. All right, y'all. Before we get you off the line, it's very loud where we are, but um, you ain't say anything about that food you had in Philadelphia. Oh, man. I don't know what's going on with you. You know, you get home and act a little funny now. Philadelphia had more than just food now, brother. Uh, hold on, brother Grace. Let me just correct something real quick. The, the, the restaurant is in Philadelphia, but the brother's from Camden. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to talk about Philadelphia since we're in Philadelphia right now, my brother. We're going to talk about Philadelphia. We're going to talk about Philadelphia. No, we're going to talk about Atlanta. That's where everything's going to be going on starting this Thursday. Anybody want more information, go to I'mOneInTheMillion.com. Go to the site. If you don't know anything about what's going on, check out the information that's on the main page. If you're interested, register, sign up, become one in a million. And what the, what the group needs more than anything else, if you believe that any of those planks are necessary right now, 2016 and moving forward, sign up and volunteer your time. If you only can volunteer your time 15 minutes out of a week, 15 minutes, but be consistent, be diligent. And if you can't do can't give up any time if you got those things called dollars they take that too they take that too we thank you guys for coming on tonight sister monica brother ray and brother donnie any parting comments before we move on i just want to say and lastly just let me say that on saturday evening we will be um 
recognizing Dr. Baba James Cleveland, who is a premier black and non specialist speaker, writer on behalf of our We need the Atlanta community to come out and support Dr. Cleveland and brother for all he has done for our community. I don't even the list is endless. And it is a shame that he has not received an honor of such of this magnitude before, but he is the co-convener of the one million, and we would be remiss if we did not recognize all of his accomplishments, all of his achievements, all of his hard work. We want to give him his flowers while he is yet walking the earth. So I encourage all those listeners in Atlanta around the area, if you only come out on Saturday night to support Dr. Clayton. Please, please do that. Thank you so much, brothers. I appreciate you. Y'all see y'all soon. Peace. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Peace. Take care, brother. We have another special guest joining us. We had uh, Sister Pam Africa over here a little while ago, and she said that she was going to send Sister Ramona, and she's here with us. Sister Ramona Africa is here. <laughs> Sister Ramona, can you hear me? Can you hear all right? How are you enjoying this event over here? Absolutely wonderful. No place else I'd rather be right now. <laughs> Sister Pam said that it was four generations of your family over there at the table that have participated in uh, oh, yeah. the UCC. Yes, over the years. You know, wow. Brother Rob and Wanda, they deserve all our support and the support of the community. When you see people really doing something, setting the kind of example that they're setting, they are to be There's no question about it. You know, what I, what I like about it is that the community have been supporting this over 20 years. Uh, when we had uh, Brother Robert and Sister Wanda on the program last week, they talked about how they, they didn't really get support from elected officials, black elected officials, that they had to do all of these things with grassroots support. And to be honest, that's how it should be. We should support our own programs to help our children. Absolutely. The minute you start relying on and depending on the system, these elected officials, you're done. You're done because they are not going to do what needs to be done. You know, (laughs) I'm glad that you mentioned that because the perfect example is the city we live in. I mean, for years we had black mayors, black DAs. The first black mayor is the one that dropped the bomb, bomb on my family yes. and burned babies alive. Yes. And, and and we see that since then we've had other black mayors that have basically turned. And not only black mayors, all the other high-powered offices in the city have been run by blacks. And they basically turn their backs on the community. And if you, look at the, if you look at the city now, how it's being gentrified rapidly throughout all these neighborhoods that have black um, council people that's head of these districts, these neighborhoods can't change without the, the consent of these black council people. Oh, yeah. And it is the people that are going to have to realize that we're going to have to do this ourselves. Exactly. That there's no other way. I mean... Not just in this city, but across the country, because I was in Chicago a year or two ago for uh, an event, an event uh, dealing with the assassination of Chairman Fred Hampton. Okay. And 
one of the events uh, at a university, one of the people there was Bobby Rush, you know, former Panther. But at the same time, he's a man, a congressman, that signed a resolution to have Asada Shakur extradited back here to the United States. How do you do that? Particularly a former Panther with the lame excuse of, well, I didn't realize that Joanne Chesimar was Asada Shakur. A blatant lie, but if it's the truth, that's even worse. You know, we can't look to these officials for nothing. We have to do it ourselves. And that's something that people are running from because it's not a two-year plan, five-year plan, ten-year plan. This is lifelong work, you know, and people don't want that. We've been conditioned and trained to uh, look for instant gratification, instant results. And if we don't see that, and realize that that's not what it's going to be, that this is a lifelong commitment. Oh, no, people don't want to hear that. But we're going to have to hear it because while people may think that this work is extremely hard, and I'm not saying it's real easy. It is hard work. But what we experience when people don't do this work is what's really hard. I mean, people are getting shot down in the street, you know, choked to death in the street. It's open season on people of color, particularly black people. Is that easy? No. No. And it's going to take work to put an end to it. Sister Ramona, when you say the work that needs to be put in, and when you talk about you know, we have we have a co-host who just comes on for time now, brother brother uh, Ralph. And he says we need to stop talking, distinguishing between black and white politicians because black politicians ain't been doing anything for us overall. So we might as well say politicians. Exactly. Um, from the time that bomb was dropped down to your family and loved ones to this day, has there been any real dramatic change? And what you see in the political landscape of Philadelphia for the betterment of black people? Or has it been a three-car mob and shuffle game? Well, it's been a slow, gradual process of change. Um, and it's not coming from officials. It's coming from the people. For example, Black Lives Matter. They uh, were founded upon, created by necessity. I mean, young black men and women just being murdered at random, you know? That's what created Black Lives Matter. And people are beginning to see that they're the answer, they're the problem, and they're the solution. We got uh, two callers on the line. 412 area code. State your name. Where you calling from? Say that again. 
Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. How can we help you tonight? What's your name? Kevin. You know, we had we had a live event, so you might have to speak up just a little bit. Okay. My name is Kevin. Go ahead, Jimmy, with your yeah. question. You said Jimmy? Kevin. Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kevin, with your question, Sister Pam Africa. Ramona Africa. I mean, Ramona. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just calling in because, you know, I'm, I was made aware of you guys. I'm here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and, you know, we're we're in a city that's uh, really struggling with African-American businesses. And so, you know, I'm just trying to, to see what else is going on out there, you know, that maybe we can, um, you know, get some concepts and ideas that... You know, we can strike some interest here in Pittsburgh to increase the number of entrepreneurs. Well, well. brother, the, the main thing that I can tell you is to stop looking to this system, its representatives, black, white, doesn't matter, and start looking to yourself and the people that you're in contact with. That is where change is going to come from. Uh, that's the people that you need to focus on because there's no other way. We have to make this change ourselves. We have to. There's no getting around it, no escaping it. We got to do it ourselves. So the main thing is to look to yourself and your community. I mean, start with your block, you know. Start with your neighbor. Start with your family, your immediate family. And make the commitment like Brother Rob, like Sister Wanda, and take this work on yourself. Set the example yourself. That's the only thing we can do. It's the only way things are going. And it might seem overwhelming, but once you start this work, you will be drawn into it and things will come to you that you can do, that you can get people to work with you on. And things will start moving. They really will. Kevin, you still there? Right. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Um, well, I think that I probably should clarify. Um, I am a business owner. And I, I actually own a number of mental health and drug and alcohol clinics here in Pittsburgh, Martin. However, the, the challenge that we have here is that a large percentage of the talented African-American, a lot of talent, is in the corporation. And they're not willing to take the risk um, to be entrepreneurial. And because they're not taking risks, those that do not have the necessary high levels of education and opportunities don't get the opportunities because we're not creating them because we're in the corporation um, and not providing the opportunities. I, I understand. 
understand exactly what you're saying. And it's like people have to make some decisions because corporations are not a safe haven. I mean, I know people, we have supporters, white middle-class supporters, uh, one of which his father worked for a bank for decades. And as he got a little older, they kicked him to the curb and hired, you know, younger people. Uh, the same supporter, and his name happens to be Kevin as well, um, his mother worked as an educator for years and years. And just before she got ready to retire, they said they didn't have money for her pension. They cut it like two-thirds. She only got like one-third of her pension. So these corporations are not safe havens for black people or white people. So we need to reevaluate ourselves and maybe go ahead and take the risk to work within and for our community. And Kevin, uh, if you get an opportunity, check out one of our partners, uh, Let'sBuyBlack365.com. Go to that website. Uh, look okay. at the businesses that's all around the country, uh, the, business, the black businesses. It's also an app. If you travel to different cities, uh, it's an app on there that lets you know the black businesses in those particular cities. And also, if you know black businesses in Pittsburgh, you can add them uh, to the site. They're, they're always welcome to know about the black businesses in your area. So check it out. That's letsbuyblack365.com. Okay, I'll look it out. Thanks. Okay, and thanks for your call, man. Sure. We had a drop call from uh, 724 Area Code. Uh, we had a live event, so you know we're trying to do our best we can with the sound. Please call back. We're not trying to disregard any calls. We have Sister Ramona Africa that's here right now in our presence, giving us a breakdown. Really nothing, not really not a lot of new information because the same old game is being played day in, day out. And what I'm getting from the conversation is talk is not going to do it. We're in a state of emergency, and she's saying that the way we need to think and the way we need to organize and the way we need to love as a be a type of love organization and movement that we might not see the end result, but we're thinking that far out for the sake of our children and for our people. like to inform people that in May of next year, 2017, we are doing a three-day conference on movement. And we're doing it because for too long, everybody else, everybody in their mama, tells people about move, But they don't really know what move is who we are, etc. So we decided to put together this three-day conference so that we can tell people who we are, what we believe in, why those representing the system want to kill us all. 
We want to tell people who John Africa Moves founder is. We feel like it's past time that we told people that we explain our belief and who we are. So that's going to be May 5th, 6th, and 7th of next year. It's going to be at Arden Reed, Universal Arden Reed Charter High School. Um, people can go to our website, on the move, O-N-A-M-O-V-E dot com. People can call us at 215-386-1165. Uh, people can email us at on the move, L-L-J-A at gmail.com. That's O-N-A-M-O-V-E-L-L-J-A at gmail.com. This is Ramona. Before you leave us, I want to go back and, and touch on something that you mentioned earlier uh, about our people being afraid. We know that it's necessary for a revolution. And when I say revolution, I'm not necessarily talking about an armed struggle. Because it has to start in the mind first. Do you believe that our people are afraid of a revolution or the necessity of a revolution? I think what it begins with, what the root of it is, is that our people, and really all people, have been trained to believe that they are nothing without certain things certain uh, amount of money, certain type of house, certain type of car, um, dressing a certain way, having a certain kind of job that allows them a certain amount of money. I think people are confused. They've been trained and brainwashed into thinking that they need these things to be somebody. And because they are so immersed in these things, nothing else means anything to them. That's why you have young brothers and sisters killing each other over a gold necklace, a leather jacket, certain kind of sneakers, you know, uh, car jacket, a certain kind of car. Because these are the things they've been trained mean something. Their lives, loving themselves and their family and our people is not something that's trained into them. And if you don't love yourself as you are, then why would revolution mean something to you? Why would getting the yoke of this system off your back means something to you as long as you have money to buy the things you want, the technology you want, the 60-foot screen TV, you know. If those things are your priority because you don't love yourself, then you're not interested in revolution and getting the yoga the system off You know what? That's an excellent point you made because I, you know, when Elliot said the revolution happened in your mind, I think one of the simple things we need to be revolutionary 
and turning the TV off, but you can't really get busy out in the streets if you're watching TV all the time. You got an eight-hour day, and you're spending five and a half hours, six hours watching TV. You can't really do any strategizing, networking with like-minded people, organizing if you're watching the TV. And when you're watching TV, you're not even watching anything healthy. I'm not against having a little bit of entertainment. We're here, but... We need to start instilling this in our children and stop using the television as a babysitter for our children. Take our children out into nature, take them to events, because, you know, the things that are going on in society, we need to start having conversations. Even if you have the best child, they're good, they have good intentions. The people out, these police officers, people across the street, white folks, don't look at your children and love your children. Look at them with good eyes. As you do, and a lot of our own folks don't look at your children the way you view your children because of that self-hatred that we have. So I think it's excellent commentary and discussion. I'm so glad to have you on, sister. And I think uh, next year when you have that three-day conference, I think Brother Elliot and I are going to try to see what we can do to make our way up here to do a live broadcast from there. And it shouldn't be really be us. It should be those terrestrial stations that are here that talk about they're about being black. And supporting black people should be there at the event that have more money than we have, more assets, more of an audience. They need to be there, but Brother Ellie and I, we will fill up that gap. We will come in the rear. What stations are you talking about? I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, they're going to remain anonymous right now. One thing I want to say uh, in terms of our children, anytime our children can recite raps by Lil Wayne, you know, uh, know when certain athletes, you know, football, basketball, or whatever, know all their stats when they <laughs> came into the game, how many uh, uh, points they scored, touchdowns, and all that stuff, that everything. but you ask them who Muhammad Ali is. Oh, he was a boxer. He float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. Yeah, but there was more to him than that. He threw his gold medal in the river. He refused to go to war in Vietnam. He said, ain't no Vietnamese ever called me nigger. You know, he went to jail, risked his career, his boxing career, went to jail standing for what he believed. That's who Muhammad Ali was. But all our young people know, if they know anything, is he float like a butterfly and sting like a baby. I want to thank you, Mr. Ramona, for being with us. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, uh, I guess we got about 20 more minutes left in the program. I'm going to go find Brother Wesley Bay and bring him over here and let him talk. I know where he's seated. And once again, we thank you, Sister Ramona, for all that you're doing coming on our program tonight. Very well. Thank you. On the move, Sister. On the move. We'll be right back.
are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American owned and operated insurance agency and business for over 20 years. Located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services. Representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies. Offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 21- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Dooley Brothers, specializing in shingle, rubber roofs, gutters, downspouts, and vinyl sidings. Call for your free estimate today, 215-224-3882. That's 215-224-3882. Dooley Brothers Roofing, the roofing experts you can trust. That number again, 215-224-3882. 215-224-3882. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. What is in one million brothers and sisters who are tired of the same old rhetoric, the same old leaders, the same old ways of dealing with political and economic empowerment? If you realize that nobody's going to save black people but us, if you understand that no existing political party prioritizes the best interests of African Americans as a collective, if you believe that leadership is as leadership does, and this means that the best leaders for the black collective must come from the ranks of those who place and hold the best interests of black people foremost and uttermost, if you understand that black people must develop the mindset and the will to finance their own racial uplift organizational efforts, then get involved with one million conscious black voters and contributors. The movement is now. Go to www.iamoneofthemillion.com. That's www.iamoneofthemillion.com. We're not moving. One half or one percent of the nation's wealth. That's what slavery did to you. It maldistributed everything in the hands of the dominant white society. And as an example, you didn't inquire the wealth since 1860. Let me show you some other indications. In 1860, on the eve of the Civil War, almost 99% of all the black people in America, slave and free, was working for whites. Either in a white corporation, in a white business, in some white office, making wealth confident for whites on a plantation or whatever it is. Here you are, 140 years later, and again, 98% of all the black people in America work for whites. They either work in some level of government, white businesses, city government, state government, school teaching. Only 2% of all the blacks in America work in their own communities for themselves. Only 2% work for themselves. You haven't changed in 140 years. Let me try it another way if you still don't understand my point. On the eve of the Civil War in 1860, again, 
at that time, going to look at all the prisons in the United States and examine their records, I found out in the records, when I looked at, in the prisons in Savannah, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, New York, um, uh, Washington, D.C., looked at all the prisons, and I found out at that time, even though only 287,000 blacks were free, blacks made up over 51% of all the prisoners. You weren't even free and you made up 51% of the prisoners. Now I look around 140 years later, today, and I still find black folk make up over 51% of all the prisoners. Where have you changed? You don't own anything. You're still in prison, still work for other people. You're enjoying a social illusion. Now you're fat and happy because we can go to someone else's restaurant. We can go to someone else's school. We can, we can go to someone else's hotel. We can live in someone else's community. And we don't understand the negative aspects of that. That is a death sentence. And we don't understand what racism is. The movie suggests that Negroes vote for in the coming election. I wouldn't suggest that they vote for any party or either party. Uh, I would suggest that the so-called Negroes become politically mature, realize the power that they hold uh, in the field of politics, and then uh, once the person who is running is aware that this man is awakened to the power that he holds, then that person who is running will approach that Negro on a more intelligent plane. As it is right now, most of the Negro leaders sell out to the political, to the white politicians for crumbs. And uh, an awakening, a political awakening among Negroes will make it impossible for the present uh, Negro leaders to sell our people out as they've been doing in the past. So you do think Negroes should vote? Negroes should do whatever is necessary to bring about a complete solution to their problem. If it, uh, when I say whatever is necessary, whatever is necessary. Welcome back to Time for an Awakening. And uh, we're here at the Clarion Airport Hotel, the UCC fundraising event. Oh, man, it was a wonderful event today, and we're joined. <laughs> so, well, it's still happening. It's yeah, still well, yeah, on. it's still going on. I don't, I don't think all the uh, – we got more entertainment coming up. Yeah, we got, well, well, we got someone sitting in front of us as a mover and shaker <laughs> up in Philadelphia. You don't got to be on the news all the time to be a mover and shaker. We got bro Brother Wesley Bay. We met Brother Wesley through the African-American Freedom Reconstruction League, uh, headed by Brother Rob. That's how I met the brother, and also I met him at the King Sesson Rec Center um, when we did uh, we did the event over there with the, with, uh, with the black African American farmers. Okay. They had an event going on at the community center. He was there. Remember, your son was out there. Brother, brother Bay, I know that you do a lot of things in the community. You do fashion. You're active. Yourself and your wife. Let the uh, Listen to audience know, we, we do this program. We used to be on a terrestrial radio station. We're on Black Talk Radio Network, this is the station that you're on, headed up by Scotty Reed out of North Carolina. Uh, this is our second live remote. We did our first remote at the uh, Lots Conference. This is our second one. Dickerson's invited us out here. And I'm seeing we had Pam Africa on the program. We had Ramon Africa. Now we have you. We had some people calling. Let the people know about Brother Wesley Bay and what you're doing here in Philadelphia. Uh, first, I'd like to say thank you for allowing me to be on the program. Um, 
what I do in, in Philadelphia is uh, try to unite people together. That's that's the main thing that I feel though that we as a people got to do. If we don't unite, then uh, we in we in serious serious trouble. So uh, that's that's my main thing. Um, the company that I have, I boost fashion as far as uh, trying to create some kind of fashion for our people. We have to put a brand and a stamp on our own. You know, I mean, we say we're free, but we don't have anything to really say that we're free. You know, we still dress in the, in the fashion of our slave masters, still tell us how we should dress and, and what we should wear. So our boot fashions is bringing a fashion that has our stamp. When you go to China, you know you're in China. When you go to other people, you know they're in other people's land according to their fashions. Mm-hmm. So when you come to Philadelphia, we want you to know that we have our own stamp of brand that is unique and yet speaks to who we are. Okay. Uh, that's what uh, Abu Fash is about. Uh, I run two organizations. One is the Morris Unification Council of the World Incorporated. This organization is a nonprofit organization that uh, mainly deals with the culture of who we are. If we don't know who we are, then how are we supposed to know where we're going to go? Because history will tell us that uh, we haven't really went too far. And the reason why we haven't went too far is basically because a lot of us is not conscious of who we are. So the, the Morris Unification Council of the World Incorporated uh, tries to project that who we are. Um, we give our scholarships uh, to, to our children. We want our children to go to school. We want them to get good grades. But when they come to us and say, well, Daddy, you know, uh, it costs $500 or $1,000 for my books. You know, uh, can you give it to me? Dad may say, hey, I ain't got it. They say, well, do you know anyone that can give me a scholarship? You know, we have to have scholarships for our children. You know, we can't point, we can't rely on uh, Europeans to continuously uh, fund our children's education. Say say that again. Say it a little slower. (laughs) Say it slower. I want you to repeat what you just said. Yes, sir. We cannot continuously allow Europeans to fund our children's education. We got to do that ourselves. And our children got to see that we care and learn about them and love them enough to we ask them to do the right thing. And when they do the right thing, all they come to us and say, well, we need books. And we can't even do that. We got to say, well, baby, I don't, I don't have it. So uh, apply for this grant. And here we go again, begging the European to give us something that we should be capable of doing for ourselves. So I started a, a, a scholarship fund, and it started off with just 50 cents, $50, uh, given to an elementary graduate in a, in, a, in a plaque. And we graduated up to uh, $500. So now we get $500 to a, a deserving uh, high school senior who graduated. We give them $500 towards their books. And believe me, that helps a whole lot. And what kind of response have you gotten from the children throughout the years with the, with the scholarships that they've received? They've came back to me and uh, and expressed to me how grateful they were and how that money uh, really helped them. I felt like $500 really wasn't a lot. 
and I wanted to do more. But the children came back and let me know that $500 helped me a whole lot. I was able to get at least three or four books that I needed with that $500. So I was, I was glad to hear that and to know that, you know, we're helping in some kind of way. It's not as large as I would like it to be, but uh, it's where it is, and at least we're helping somebody. And the thing that impresses me a lot, I want you to talk about it. We only have a few more minutes left. But when I go out, and if I see you out, I see you with your wife. Yes, working sir. Working a concert. Yes, Talk sir. about that, because I think it's just very important. Not everyone's married. You have some people, you know, in and out of relationships and things. But I'm talking about a black man and a black woman working together. Yes, sir. Living together. Yes, sir. Loving each other. Yes, sir. And also being out in the community, servicing the community together. I think it's very important. Talk about that last point. Serving you know, the community together. You know, um, they say behind every great man, there's a woman. But uh, I'm going to tell you the honest truth. She back there jamming right now. Too, oh, she, oh she jamming. She jamming. She might get out there and do a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I couldn't do half the stuff I do for one for my wife. You know, because she's right there beside me, supporting me. Uh, I go to a lot of meetings, and uh, she supports that. And when we're in the community, we're in the community together. Because our people got to see that African-Americans can come together and love one another and stick it out with each other. Everybody ain't trying to get a divorce. And I also know that sometimes that happens because life is what it is. But for the best part, we stick together, you know. So uh, you're correct. I, I couldn't do anything without my wife. And I let everybody know that uh, she's really the backbone of uh, what I do you know in order to do something you got to have a good partner whether it's your wife if you're in business you got to have a good partner and I'm blessed to say that I really have a good partner I'm, and, and, and I thank almighty God for blessing me with the sister that he gave me excellent I love that answer I just think as, as a black man and as black men mm-hmm. that we need to do more of that reverencing our sisters for the intellect not because of the way they look all the time, for no. their mindset and what they, bring, right. what they bring to the table. And also being able to acknowledge, like, hey, look, if I didn't have this sister, whether it's friend, that's right. family member, mother, that's sister, right. aunt, or wife, that's if it wasn't right. for them backing me up or telling me, hey, you, what you're saying don't make no sense. That's and right. And, you, you know, you, you sit back and think about it. That's right. Well, you know, I ain't going to tell my homies that, but <laughs> you're right. I need to, you know, I need to turn this around and do a little bit different and I think that's what for me that's what I love about our black woman I don't care if the woman is in the hood she's unsophisticated whether she's college educated or whether she's just a a conscious sister I just love our black women for the fact that historically they support us yes they do yes they they support us like no others and whether you had a bad relationship or not or whatever the case may be that was a negate that black women support black brothers. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I'm proud to say that uh, I have one who has stuck by me for many, many years and supports everything that I do. The organizations that I that I, that I, I, I run, I have an organization also called Men United Against Violence Network. We just did a, 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 a citywide motorcade to deal with the violence. And it was beautiful. We, we all met at 33rd and Diamond, but they came out of North Philly, South Philly, West Philly, Germantown, 
you know, and they all we all met at 33rd and Diamond had a nice program. And uh, I I expressed at that motorcade that in order for us to deal with the violence that goes on in our community, we must first start at home. You know, we we, we want to tap dance around whatever we want to tap dance around. But the reality is that everything starts from home. And if you don't deal with the family at home, you know, and the, and the community, then the community is not going to be what it is. You know, because the community is built from families. And when the families are disarray, then the community is in disarray. And so I, I, I tell everybody, and I'm saying to the listener audience, that if you really want to stop the violence, deal with your nephews. Go back and deal with your nieces. Deal with your cousins. Deal with family members. Because just about every one of us, if we be honest with ourselves, have somebody that's wilding out in our family. And we got to get with them. Pull them to the side. Tell them, come on, take them for a weekend if you have to. But, but don't give up on them. You know, continuously talk to them. And I also understand and know that some you ain't going to save. You're not going to save them all, even in your own family. Noah couldn't save his son, and he was a prophet. So, <laughs> so like, I, I lost, I lost a cousin of mine. He wasn't even out of high school. Yeah, got shot on two separate occasions. Mm-hmm. And uh, his mother lived in Philadelphia in that same King Sessing area. He lived with his grandmother, uh, his his father, and his, his uh, stepmother lived in Long Island. So, played interference. I was a moderator, talked to, but sometimes it is too late when they when they catch a message. But I just think is it very important that especially if you're older, stop looking at our children with giant's eyes like you ain't ever did anything wrong. Sure. Just because you're a preacher now, that's right. You're conscious. That's right. You're the new age prophet. Yeah. You've been through something at one oh, point yeah. in time, and I yes, think sir. we don't have any patience to sit down and talk to our children. Sometimes you got to grab them by the neck. That's right. And just talk to them. That's right. That's and the right. thing is, too, you know, I believe in sometimes you have to use the information or use where they're at. So if they listen to hip-hop music, you learn about if that's the way to that's right. have a relationship, to start a conversation with them and open up. But then you never know how far that little starter point will help you get the breakthrough. Because right. all they really want to be is told what to do anyway. Oh, sure. But you need, you can't sure. think that you're going to come into any child's life. You ain't got to be their father, uh-huh. and you're going to come in there and tell them something one time no. or once a month. They you need got to you be to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You got to leave be consistent. there telling them. And listen, they're not hearing what's coming out your mouth all the time. They they're watching you your do. actions, your, what That's you do. Right. That's what they do. I think it's important what that what you're talking about, brother, because, you know, I do a lot of stuff with younger people, and I talk to the guys on the street, tell them, listen, if there's gentrification going on in the area, don't think that you're going to be able to slang rock and do all the stuff you've been doing. That's right. They already know what you're doing. That's right. And ain't nobody building any $200,000, $300,000 condos for no corner boys to be That's out there right. selling them, making them feel uncomfortable. It That's just don't truth. make no sense. It don't make no you gotta sense. you got to have to. But the still same skills that you have, you need to turn figure out something. Turn them around. That's right. And utilize them skills. But That's like I said, right. you can stand all night on that corner. Cold, rain, mm-hmm. sleet, snow. Mm-hmm. I know that you're resilient That's when right. you want to make something happen. That's Let's make right. it happen in another arena. That's, That's right. how we need to talk to them. Not that, hey, come off that corner. No, no. If they come off the corner, just like the brother has said, they're looking for books. you got to have something to offer to them. If you ain't got nothing to offer to them, all you're doing is the same thing mm-hmm. the white folks is doing. But don't, what they have to offer to them is that jail cell yes, where they're sir. employing 
their own folks that's to make right. money. That's right. That's right. And that's exactly what's going on, brother. You know, so uh, that's just a little bit of, of, of what I do in the community. I try to uh, support other organizations who are doing things, networking with different groups that are doing things. You know, like uh, Brother Rob of the African-American Freedom Reconstruction League, total commitment at, at the King St. Session Recreation Center, ran by uh, Tom Henry. You know, so... Uh, He's a good man. Very good brother. Very, very good brother, you know. And uh, just just reaching out to brothers and, and, and letting, other, letting the community know that there are men in the community who are concerned about our welfare and our children's welfare. Total commitment every Friday in the game room at King Session Recreation Center. Feed our children hot dogs and sausages and juices every Friday in the game room. And then we take a moment out and teach them about mannerism. A lot of our children don't know to say thank you. Yes, sir. Excuse me. I'm sorry. They don't know it. We take for granted they know it, but they don't. And it's not their fault. And it ain't their fault. We got to teach them. I mean, my grandmother, she would smack me in my mouth when the elders would come to me and say, how you doing, young man? And I'd just say, fine. Pow. You didn't say thank you. I had to say fine, thank you. I mean, that's what I was taught. You know, and a lot of our children now taught these things. And we look at them like they come from Mars. They came from us. They're our nephews. They're our cousins. They're our uncles. They're our nieces. That's who they are. And it's our responsibility as men that know, that know, to get out there and teach them. And it starts at home. You can't save the world if you can't save your own home. How you going to do it? Well, I was a mouthful and an airful. <laughs> and I hope the people that listen to the program tonight heard Brother Wesley Bay's comments and what he's saying. Everybody that has been on our program tonight, is, they talk, but they do also. Yeah, they walk and walk. They talk and do. And you got to get that community going. You ain't got something. You, you kind of you kind of faded out because I thought you were going to go on the stage and sing for no, a minute. No, I was just a little distracted. The Ebenezer's getting ready to sing. Yeah, yeah I know what's going on Forever with that smash hit right, now. Okay. That was it. That was you know, it. I'm up here. I'm over there getting misty-eyed like he about to go, go in the room and put on a suit or something get on the stage and do some twisting, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hand the mic over to you. You you over here could like not paying attention. Uh, Brother Bay, give out any contact information. Yeah, uh my, my phone number that you can get in contact with me is 215-476-0280. My cell number is 267-323-6148. My email number is M U C the number seven at verizon.net M-U-C the number 7 at verizon.net You got a website or anything? No, not no we, we got okay. one built uh, in the process of building one Okay done. So, you know this, here's a brother that's doing something and it's not little in my eyes because when it's dealing with our black folks anybody that's doing anything positive especially for the children it's a big thing. It's a big thing. And we need to start giving credit when his credit is due. Give people their flowers when they're here. Especially especially those brothers and sisters that have been doing it for a long time. It's time for some younger folks to start taking the mantle. And I'm pretty sure the brother will like some younger brothers and sisters to come out 
and help him what he's doing. So he, he has some yep, things sir. going on. Contact the brother. If you're doing something similar to his, you know, collaborate. Joint venture. That's what white folks do. That's what they do. They don't like each other. They joint venture. As long as they know they're going to make some money, make something happen. We, right. Black folks need to start doing joint ventures. They ain't got to be 20 years. We can joint venture for a month, 12 months, but we need to do it. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. We'll be back to wind up things. Mr. Moderator, our distinguished guests, brothers and sisters, our friends and, and our enemies. <laughs> Everybody is here. You are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American owned and operated insurance agency and business for over 20 years, located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services, representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies, offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 21- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Dooley Brothers, specializing in shingle, rubber roofs, gutters, downspouts, and vinyl sidings. Call for your free estimate today, 215-224-3882. That's 215-224-3882. Dooley Brothers Roofing, the roofing experts you can trust. That number again, 215-224-3882. 215-224-3882. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Are you one of the million conscious black people who believes that we have the collective wherewithal to affect real economic and political change? If so, band together in solidarity by joining the one million conscious black voters and contributors. Choose leadership that will work for the best interests of black people. We can no longer sit on the sidelines and expect things to change for the better without a significant number of black people playing a pivotal role in that effort. Will you be one of the million that recognizes that black dollars matter? Are you that person who believes it's time to leverage our votes for reciprocity from politicians? If so, then you should join the 1 million conscious black voters and contributors with members in 29 states and growing every day. We encourage you to sign up and help spread the word by sharing our website i am one of the million.com that's i am one of the million.com antiquity to the present our people need to develop a new paradigm it's time for an awakening sundays 7 p.m with your hosts elliot and reggie welcome back to time for an awakening and uh things is really starting to kick off now you know the children started at 5, and it's, it's, it's in full effect now. So if you're still in the area, come on down to the airport, Clarion. 
down here at the UCC fundraiser. You can still be a part of things. Come on out. Philadelphia residents, come on out. We got Brother Robert and Sister Wanda here with us. And I just want to, no, I'll give them out. I just want to let them say a few words about this wonderful event tonight. Thank you. Oh, great. Okay, I can hear myself. Yeah, and I want to thank uh, Elliot and Reggie on the Black Awakening uh, radio station. We thank you so much for coming to our annual banquet. This is our 33 years of nonstop community service to our young people. And uh, so many great people came out today, and we're so honored and grateful. The legendary Kenny Gamble, Lukman Huff, he was here, and his lovely wife, Fatima. Uh, we had all of our great honorees. It's, you know, it was just a wonderful event. You know, we thank you guys for uh, coming out to our banquet and celebrating with the young people. That uh, all of our members are come from the whole Delaware Valley, which includes Camden, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Chester, all the way up to Trenton. And we're so honored that you guys did this. It's, it's excellent. We've uh, been watching, listening. It was loud in here. It was good loud. I thought Elliot was about to go up on the stage just a minute ago because I'm trying to talk to him. He's over there looking like he's ready to go and change his clothes. Oh, yeah. I want to tell you, this has been a first-class event. Yeah. I've been watching the people that you have here right. that are of note, that are in the community, that do things. I've seen the interaction of the people with what you guys are saying. Yeah. Everyone that's come on the mic tonight are talking about, well, Pam Africa said that she has four generations of her family at her table that's cool. that have been part of your associate group yeah. of what you guys have been doing in Camden, New Jersey. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Yes. I think the love between you and Sister Wanda <laughs> is a wonderful thing. Yes. The love of Camden, Philadelphia, yes. here at the Clarion right now yes. is out, out of sight. Yes. And I think this is the type of thing that we need to yes. hear. Um, I want you to give out your information again because the fundraising dollars don't need to stop at this event. Oh, they need to keep going on, but they still need help. Thank you. And they're not looking to get it. I'm not going to say black politics anymore <laughs> for many politicians. Yes. They need to get it. They're helping our children. Yes. They're helping our yeah. children out. Yes. And we need these adults, these parents. Mm-hmm. If you have any wayward, a wayward son or daughter, nephew or niece, bring them and let them get some discipline. Yes, sir. So give out your information, please. Yes, we are. Our website is www.unitycommunity.com. One word, unitycommunity.com. You go there, we have a PayPal account to say click donate. Take you straight to our PayPal you can call us up at area code 856-365-4817. That's area code 856-365-4817. And we have credit card machines. We uh, will be so appreciative of any donation from a penny on up. You know, we will be so gracious. And we thank God for all of your radio listeners for tuning in to our annual fundraising banquet. It's our 27th year uh, celebrating 33 years of community service in the Philadelphia and Camden, New Jersey area. And last but not least, we can't have the queen mother be up here and be grinning and smiling and not say anything. 
Come my, on, sister. My, my husband says it all. Okay. She said, I just say ditto. Oh, ditto. Great, great. And we thank, thank you, y'all. Reggie and Elliot, though. We, we love y'all. you guys. I appreciate you so okay, much likewise. for the black awareness and just keeping it alive. Okay. That's what we got we gotta do. We gotta educate each other, you know what I mean? Okay. It starts with our babies, you know. Okay. And then we educate them, they are future leaders. Me and so them we, will be long gone. And they'll still y'all. carry that torch for that us. Legacy, so. That legacy, that legacy. And yes. you all. So thank you and God bless you both. And we, and, and we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. Wow. Thank you. We, you know, I want to give y'all a donation. Uh, we don't <laughs> need no donation, brother. We don't need no This is a donation. Oh, wow. Trust me, this is no donation right now. Oh, thank, thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. you gave us an opportunity. And what it is that we need to start implementing this behavior yes, in everything that we do. Yes, sir. But money comes and goes. Yes. But when you develop integral relationships, yes. they're long-lasting. And... The type of people that we are, yeah. historically, yes. we're a communal people. Yes. So if I know how to type, mm-hmm. you don't know how to type. You need a paper type. <laughs> I got that skill. Oh, so it ain't always got to be about money That's all the time. Right. This, is, this, is what's, this is real, and I'm excited about that. That's and I think it. I spent my uh, day, my Sunday evening, very well. So <laughs> oh, I thank appreciate you. God bless thank you. Man. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. So we just had Brother Robert and Sister Wanda tell us about the program, what they've been doing for 33 years. They've had this annual banquet about 20 for 27 years, and it's a live event. They have some uh, some performing performances going on right now. Brother Ellie and I are gonna we're doing a little overtime right now, but we about to sign on off. I got to wait on to get the call, but I think Ellie's ready about to go on stage, but he's smiling too much. You ready to uh, sing a tune? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, this was just a wonderful event today, a live event, fundraiser for the UCC. And uh, we need more like this duplicated in, in all these cities around the country. It's, 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 it's time for these things to start happening among our community and to showcase these things among one another so the people can know that all our people not running around and especially our youth running around doing negative things like the images they show on the television. The youth at this event, I mean, you heard Sister Pam Africa talk about it was four generations of her people that have participated with UCC over the past 25 years. Wonderful event, and I, I wish that our listening audience was here to see it. I mean, you could hear some of the uh, the live the uh, the events going on over the phone, but you had to be here to see it. I just want to thank everybody for being on the pro- for participating in the program this evening. Lively discussion, as always, and we'll be back next week, Lord willing, to continue on this path towards an awakening. And uh, before we sign off, Brother Red, any last thing to the listening audience? Man, I'm enjoying you, myself, man. Before you I'm jump what? up and start doing the split. <laughs> nah, no splits tonight. No splits tonight. But I'd uh, like to thank uh, Sister Monica, Brother Ray, Brother Donnie of the One Million for coming on and talking about the convention that's uh, going to be happening this week. Also, I'd like to talk, uh, thank... Sister Pam Africa, Sister uh, Ramona Africa, 
brother Wesley Bay for coming and uh, sharing some time with us tonight. And especially our guest of honor. And uh, our guest of honor is also, and uh, last but not least, is our listening audience. Without you listening, giving us feedback, there will be no program, no show. And we appreciate the time for the awakening. Listeners, everyone have a good night. Till we see and talk next time. Peace. I want to thank everybody for listening to the program this evening. Lively discussion. As always, we'll be back next week, Lord willing, to continue on this path towards an awakening. Peace. Oh, you watching your children playing after school. They seem to be so unaware I know, I know The things that they'll soon have to take care of We've got to do something, yeah children Soon it will be their turns to try and save the world Right now they seem to play such a small part of
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.